Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Tuesday Live right here on the early line on SportsGrid and all across the SportsGrid network. That includes SportsGrid.com slash watch. Find your favorite destination and consume everything all across the grid. Just making sure we're all good here live on this Tuesday on TEL. I believe we are. I'm Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. That is DRS. DRS, a Tuesday Live right here on the early line. We will recap the entirety of week number two of this NFL regular season. A doubleheader of Monday night football action closing out the second week of this regular season. Major League Baseball less than two weeks now remain DRS in the regular season with the hunt for October on full display. And some college football news to get you ready for the best weekend of the year so far. Week number four. All that more DRS over these next three hours up until 11 a.m. Eastern live right here on the grid. By the way, shout out to public yesterday when we put our poll out. You know what everybody was feeling? Hey, how about this? Taking the Saints on the money line, taking the Steelers yep. on the money line. And that one cashed last night. A lot to get to today, including some terrible injuries that took place last yep. night on the doubleheader on Monday Night Football. We got a lot to do, which does include Major League Baseball. Philly's got a big win yesterday. My goodness, the Houston yep. Astros collapsed late against the Baltimore Orioles. So some really, really good topics today, Ben. Yeah, so DRS, let's start right there with the doubleheader on Monday night. First up, in Carolina, the game kicked at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. It was ugly. The game at 8.15 p.m. Eastern time in the Steel City, also pretty ugly, despite a 26-22 victory for the Pittsburgh Steelers. T.J. Watt, a scoop and score late in the fourth quarter. That was the second defensive touchdown DRS for the Steelers in the football game. The defense scored more than the offense did last night in Pittsburgh. But the Steelers get their first win of the year outright as a two-and-a-half point underdog at home at Acrisure Stadium. DRS, before I swing things over to you, let's welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience here. Hour number one of a Tuesday Live right here on the early line Sirius XM channel 159 all of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well I am Ben Stevens that is Donnie right side and DRS the Steelers courtesy of two defensive touchdowns last night pick up their first win of the season Two high-paid defensive ends, or should I say outside linebacker edge rushers, cash in on touchdowns yesterday. That's how you win football games in a must-win situation. You don't like to start the season 0-2, and they were embarrassed. Talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, opening day against the San Francisco 49ers. That's a great turnaround. And also, come on, man. You can't turn the football. Cleveland doesn't turn the football over twice like that. They win that game going away, and they're 2-0 in the division along with the Baltimore Ravens. Tough scene there, but credit the Steelers here for having the gumption to say, you know what? Enough is enough. Our defense didn't play well week one how about we cash in on two touchdowns from the defense in week number two four turnovers from cleveland last night an interception from deshaun watson and two fumbles lost but drs the story of that game is going to be the gruesome knee injury that nick chubb suffered late in the opening half he was off to a great start this year one of the best backs in the national football league kevin stefanski the head coach for cleveland confirming after the game that nick chubb is out for the remainder of this year a knee injury that was so devastating the espn telecast did not decide to show replays we wish we wish nick chubb the best on his road to recovery elsewhere drs in the first game of the doubleheader last night on monday night football it was not pretty 
in an NFC South showdown in Charlotte, but ultimately that New Orleans defense remains stifling. The Saints start off the year 2-0, both of the games for New Orleans under, 11 of their last 12 games under DRS, dating back to last season as the Saints win 20-17, a push on the spread. The Saints, a three-point road favorite, a total of 39.5, closes and stays under. Yeah, and when you're on the road here, especially a division rival, it's nice to have a veteran quarterback on your side as opposed to a rookie quarterback that's going to be learning on the fly. Pressuring Bryce Young yesterday really got him into some trouble here. Credit the Saints, but also, this is what we love. Line closes at three points, a meaningless so-called touchdown drive to end the game, and also a two-point conversion over the top, 20-17 to 17 yeah. final. So most people got a push yesterday. An ugly football game through and through, but when you win, who cares if it's ugly? Saints will take it. They're 2-0. Bryce Young yesterday, 22 of 33, only 153 yards and a touchdown, at least did not throw an interception. DRS, more injury news now as we turn our sights to week number three of this NFL season. In the first game up on Thursday night by the Bay in Santa Clara, it's the Giants and the 49ers, but New York will be without Saquon Barkley. They are calling it just a regular ankle sprain, but still it will sideline Saquon DRS for the next three weeks. Yeah, it doesn't sound like an ordinary one if it's going to sideline him for three weeks here. I've seen some people sprain ankles on a Sunday with an ordinary one and play the following week. That's devastating. Also, Saquon Barkley, no stranger to injuries, particularly with that ankle. He's a key cog in that offense. Love the comeback last week that they had, but also, you're looking forward to Thursday Night Football probably without your best football player against the San Francisco 49ers. Doesn't look good all the way around for the Giants. Ten and a half DRS, ten and a half points. That's the spread in favor mm. of San Francisco. DRS entering this year, Patrick Mahomes, despite being a two-time Super Bowl champion and two-time NFL MVP, wasn't the highest-paid quarterback in the league. He wasn't even in the top five in terms of annual average salary. So a restructuring of his deal for this year through 2026, where Mahomes will receive $210.6 million fully guaranteed. It is the most DRS in terms of a lump sum in a four-year span in National Football League history. Well-deserved. I don't think anybody's going to look at these contract extensions, particularly with Patrick Mahomes, say, man, the Chiefs really overpaid. Patrick Mahomes worth his weight in gold and apparently being paid like it. Certainly so, DRS. Quarterback news in college football. After a yeah. dismal, and I mean terrible, I mean horrible, offensive showing from Alabama last Saturday against South Florida that resulted in only 17 points. The Crimson Tide going back to move forward. Jalen Milrow has been named the starting quarterback once again. DRS, I will say it simply, that is the right decision made by Nick Saban. Show Tommy Reese who is boss, the offensive coordinator in Tuscaloosa. And DRS, it's a top 15 tilt in Tuscaloosa on Saturday as the 13th ranked Tide welcome in number 15 Ole Miss. Yeah, by the way, I made some phone calls to the Alabama Board of Regents here to try to get together maybe some buyout money for Nick Saban for I don't know what nah. he was doing on Saturday. Milrow, by, you could tell after two series with those two quarterbacks that Milrow was the best player on that team to lead that football team, specifically in the rain in South Florida. It was a travesty what he did. They still won that football game, but at least we got that error corrected. Milrow, by far, is the best player in Alabama to be the quarterback. Well said, DRS. The Crimson Tide, a full touchdown favorite, laying seven at home against the running Revs. We'll talk about some college football a little bit later on. DRS, a potential American League Championship Series preview this week between the Orioles and the Astros. If so, Baltimore takes game number one. A Cedric Mullins three-run bomb in the top of the ninth allows the O's to rally for a second time in the game and a victory, DRS. Big time win by the Orioles. Just to say, you know what? If we see in the ex and see in the playoffs, we're going to be able to take you down, baby. Good win by the O's. We continue to recap Monday Night Football. That's that. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? 
Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to this Tuesday live right here on the early line on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. DRS, not one, but two Monday night football games to cap off week number two of this National Football League regular season. First up in Carolina, it was an NFC South showdown between the Saints and the Panthers. Bryce Young's home debut in front of the Panther faithful and it wasn't the prettiest football game you would ever see. A late touchdown and a two-point conversion for Carolina to come back and at least force a push on the point spread. But DRS, the Saints win. They start 2-0, and a 20-17 victory on the road in Charlotte. Nobody's going to apologize for winning ugly. This is why at the beginning of the season, I talked about the New Orleans Saints. I'm not in love with them to win the NFC or even make a deep playoff run. However, in the division they play, they're going to get some layup games, and yesterday was one of those. Now you say, Donnie, how was it a layup? It was only a three-point game. Yeah, the final score indicated a three-point game, but that was well in hand in the fourth quarter with just that late touchdown and two-point conversion where you were worried about the spread. Also, I picked the New Orleans Saints to win 10-plus games this year. Again, why? Not because they're a great football team. I just think they could be a competent football team with the good defense and a veteran quarterback, which should be enough to win that division. Now, we'll see. I like what I see out of Atlanta. I even like what I see out of Tampa yeah. Bay. But we expected this out of the Carolina Panthers with Bryce Young being a young quarterback. But I thought, you know, the maturation process does begin with games like this, Ben. You see a lot of things from the defense that you haven't seen maybe on film, and they pressure you. You got to learn and get your bumps in the road, which he had yesterday for sure. But it was nice to see him come back late in the game and get that touchdown scoring drive. But flip it back over to the Saints. I tell you yesterday, this is tough when you're, you know, a handicapper and a gambler. We were right on this, right? Saints probably go on the road and take care of business. Same thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. But when you take a look at player props, like yesterday, I had a nice little parlay set up. Derek Carr, alt total on passing, 224. He gets 228. Also had an alt team total on the Saints where they go over 16 and a half. Then you know what I had, Ben? Jamal Williams to score an anytime touchdown. He gets injured, and Tony Jones Jr. gets two short touchdown runs here. Those are the tough times that we watch. But for the game itself, this yeah. is exactly what you want out of the Saints. Just keep winning. DRS on the other side of the football. That is where New Orleans is going to butter their bread all year long. It is their philosophy under Dennis Allen, who before becoming the head coach last season, now in year number two at the helm, was the six-year defensive coordinator under Sean Payton in the Big Easy. This defense has been a top 10 unit in the NFL over the past half decade. That is where they remain. And if the offense for New Orleans, even under the leadership of Derek Carr, has looked a little bit stagnant or stale at the start of this year, don't forget Alvin Kamara still serving a three-game suspension for violations of the NFL personal po conduct policy. He will be back week number four. That will be a huge spark plug to this offense as Kamara does everything. Derek Carr yesterday over his attempts prop. Shout out Tom Vecchio. 31 and a half was that number. 21 of 36 for Carr yesterday. Under his passing yards prop finishing with 228. Not a touchdown pass to one interception. DRS he threw for over 300 did Carr in week number one. The leading rusher yesterday not Jamal Williams, not Tony Jones Jr., Taysom Hill, nine carries for 75 yards. But DRS, if there is optimism, you're trying to find something to hang your hat on if you're a fan or a backer of the Saints offensively, 
it's that wide receiver core performing in a big way. Chris Olave, six grabs on 11 targets, 86 yards over his receiving yards prop of 72 and a half. Michael Thomas, welcome back. Seven grabs on nine targets, 55 yards over his prop of 48 and a half. In the speedster, Rashid Shaheed, four grabs, 63 yards, a long bomb of 45 yards from Derek Carr. Those guys, DRS, playmakers so far this year for the Saints. Yes, absolutely, and you're right. Alvin Kamara is going to open this offense up. We also have to remind ourselves about the Saints also on this season. You're two games into Derek Carr learning Pete Carmichael's offense here, the same offense that you had under Drew Brees. You heard it on the telecast last time saying, you know what? One of the reasons why Derek Carr wanted to come to New Orleans was to run that Pete Carmichael offense, and Drew Brees was one of the guys that picked up the phone and convinced him that it would be a great spot for him. Winning takes care of everything. If they would have lost this football game, I'm sure Derek Carr goes, you know what? 36 pass attempts, only 228 and one interception, and no touchdowns, not good enough but also love the swiss army knife man you can't kill mm. off Taysom hill nine carries for 75 yards i love the element that he brings to that offense once you get kamara back you're gonna have some things even out over there good things are ahead for the yeah. saints again winning cures everything even if you're not playing all that well through the past two weeks on offense DRS, every person in the National Football League, maybe in every single sport at whatever level, would tell you we'd rather win ugly than lose a game, especially on the road and significantly against a divisional opponent when you are trying to win a division that now DRS three of the four teams in the nfc south have started a perfect two and oh the saints with the victory last night in carolina the falcons coming from behind against the packers on sunday and the buccaneers even drs a perfect two and oh the saints are the front runners in the nfc south and they were the preseason favorites drs but now this division looks a little bit more difficult than maybe we initially anticipated on the other side the panthers winless Oh, and two. Bryce Young, DRS, nothing flashy so far for the young rookie quarterback. Only 153 yards last night. That late passing touchdown to Adam Thielen backed up with a two-point conversion. Also grabbed by Adam Thielen. Week number one, he had 146 yards. Nothing great just yet, DRS. But you're hoping mm -hmm. that under Josh McCown, under Frank Reich, who is a great offensive mind as the head coach in Charlotte, that starts to develop for Bryce Young and the Panthers the rest of the way. Correct, and that's all you're looking for. You're looking step-by-step. Step. If you ask the Panthers general manager, head coach, and ownership group, what do you want out of this season? Well, let's be competitive, but also let's make sure we found our franchise guy. I don't see anything that's going to say anything to the negatives. And, oh, he can't play after two games. That's not true. Wait till that offense gets whole. Miles Sanders gets running underneath him. And Frank Wright is the perfect guy for that tutelage along the way. I'm not upset with the Carolina Panthers. I didn't expect them to do big things here in 2023. But talking about the rest of the NFC South, I the one wild card in this division – for me to upset the Saints here would have been the Atlanta Falcons, and I really like what I see out of them. A great balance on their offense, a plus 150 now to win that division. I still think the Saints are the class because, again, I'm leaning on maybe a slightly better defense, a very good coaching staff, and a veteran quarterback. But the Atlanta Falcons, man, watching them come all the way back against the Green Bay Packers, that really showed me something, and the Falcons are going to be a player yeah. here in the South. Down two scores in the fourth quarter. The Dirty Birds come back to start off the season 2-0. and oh, And DRS, like you mentioned, now only 25 cents back of the New Orleans Saints in the division. The Saints entered the year at a plus 130 favorite price. Take five cents off. But, Donnie, the gap at the beginning of the year was nearly a dollar between New Orleans and Atlanta. Now it's only 25 cents. And the Bucks had the longest of the four prices. Tampa Bay plus 420. And at the moment, it seems Baker Mayfield has solidified his spot as the starter in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and, looks, and good for him, too, because we were just waiting for him to play with some weapons. He finally has it. Mike Evans has been sensational, as he always is, probably on his way to another 1,000-yard season. The pressure starts to get ratcheted up on Monday night football when they take on the Philadelphia Eagles. But if you would ask any Tampa Bay fan, hey, we're going to head into that Eagles game at 2-0, and they certainly would take it here. It's a lot of talent on that team. Just up to Baker to play within yeah. himself, and he's been doing that so far, Ben. A lot of talent in Atlanta as well. DRS, Bijan Robinson, so far yeah, the experiment good. of drafting a running back who's not solely a running back in the top 10 of the NFL draft has paid off. 83 total yards and a receiving touchdown in the opener against the Panthers. 19 carries, 124 yards, four grabs, 
48 yards in the come-from-behind victory against the Green Bay Packers. Bijan, his price now to an offensive rookie of the year, even shorter than it was to begin the season, plus 190 for Bijan Robinson to win the offensive rookie of the year award. Puka Nakua, the third-best yeah. price. Anthony Richardson, that second-best number. Bryce Young had the second-best price DRS before the year got started. Now it's 22-1. to one. To the other Monday Night Football game in Pittsburgh next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back live right here on this Tuesday on the early line, recapping the end of week number two of this National Football League regular season. DRS, the first Monday night football game we already reviewed. In Carolina, the Saints win by three, 20 to 17. Last night in the Steel City, defense wins the day. Two defensive scores for the Pittsburgh Steelers book ending the scoring last night on the very first offensive play for the Cleveland Browns a ball is tipped off the hands of Harrison Bryant for Cleveland it is taken back the other way by Alex Highsmith who then forces the fumble that TJ Watt scoops and scores for the game-winning touchdown midway through the fourth quarter Pittsburgh wins outright DRS as a two and a half point underdog at home 26 22 DRS we shared it yesterday under Mike Tomlin who has been the head coach in Pittsburgh since 2007 now two games in to year number 17 the Steelers by far the best team as an underdog in the National Football League now update that record DRS 52 31 and 5 against the spread 43 of those 52 covers in outright victory the Steelers straight up as an underdog under Mike Tomlin 43 and 45 DRS wildly impressive and the defense led the scoring last night for the Steelers yeah it certainly did and they needed that too if you like quarterback play and good quarterback play guys last night that wasn't your game take a look at the QBR for Kenny Pickett 12.3 Deshaun Watson 16.5 but if you are a quarterback you are measured on look if you're going to make mistakes just don't have them hurt your defense you know what Deshaun Watson did absolutely hurt his defense because they didn't get on the field two touchdowns were scored against the offense of the Cleveland Browns but I think we have to bring this up too if we're looking at the Cleveland Browns yesterday and let's just say that fourth quarter goes according to plan you don't get a strip sack fumble and Cleveland holds on and they move to 2-0 which they did and they're 1-1 that Nick Chubb injury is so devastating here and for my money if you say Donnie to start the NFL season you get one running back no salary cap who are you picking by far it's Nick Chubb he is that good at the running back position and now you're taking a look at one of those teams that goes okay you know Deshaun Watson is a high-priced quarterback we're we're not technically Ben right all in at this point but my goodness if you were 2-0 and Nick Chubb is rumbling maybe you start to build those good vibes throughout the rest of the season now it just feels like everything is up and smoking typically from a running back position Don, it's a running back what's the big deal here as long as your quarterback is healthy you can move forward nick chubb's a different kind of running back he is a game changer yeah. and you saw it yesterday 10 carries for 64 yards let's keep in mind that was the first half and that was against the steelers defense well on his way to over 100 yards and you know he probably would have cashed in 
with at least one or two touchdowns yesterday. The Pittsburgh Steelers got the win they needed, but my goodness, waking up in Cleveland today, you say you're one and one, and okay, we lost a hard-fought battle to the Steelers, but it seems like a lot as was lost last night, which includes Nick Chubb. DRS, it's such a great point that you make right there. Nick Chubb is the central focus of this Cleveland offense. He has been, as he has emerged, as the best running back, or at least one of the best running backs in the National Football League. 18 carries, 106 yards on the ground to lead that Browns offense in week number one. Yesterday, 10 carries for 64 yards, 6.4 a pop through a quarter and a half DRS. And in an ugly AFC North rivalry type of football game, it was going to be Chubb to pace the way offensively for Cleveland to allow that Browns defense to stifle the Steelers offense, which is what we saw all four quarters long. And frankly, DRS, let's call a spade a spade. Deshaun Watson is so far away from the 2019-2020 version of himself in Houston. It's like $235 million fully guaranteed away from that. He has been flat-out mediocre in the eight starts he has made now for the Cleveland Browns. The completion percentage last night, DRS, 22 of 40. Last year, his completion percentage in those six starts that he made after serving the 11-game suspension for multiple violations of the NFL's personal conduct policy was 58%. This year, so far, he is around 56%. He is mediocre. He is not a guy that deserves a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract. He is certainly not living up to that billing. So if you are Cleveland, you are wildly upset about losing Nick Chubb. Yes, a running back, and frankly, Jerome Ford looked to be a great fill-in last night. 16 carries, 106 yards, three grabs for 25 yards, and a receiving score. But Nick Chubb is your offense, at least until Deshaun Watson finds anything close to the form he had in 2020. But DRS, I don't think that version of Deshaun Watson is coming back anytime soon. A devastating injury for Cleveland as an organization. A devastating injury for Nick Chubb. Because back in college, DRS, when he was tearing things up for Georgia, in October of 2015, he played in the game against Tennessee, suffered a devastating, gruesome knee injury that thought that he was going to be done playing football. That was Nick Chubb and how he evaluated that injury. He worked his way back. He was drafted in the National Football League. He became the highest paid running back in the National Football League. As Donnie said, maybe the most pivotal running back for an offense in the National Football League to only suffer another gruesome knee injury last night as Kevin Stefanski, the head coach in Cleveland, confirmed after the game, Chubb is out for the remainder of this season, DRS. A huge blow for the Browns after such a strong start, week number one in Cincy. Yeah, and you're right. Your points are valid on Deshaun Watson. It's not as if you just hand the offense over to Deshaun Watson and say, let's take controls, which is that's what's going to happen. You sort of shook it off last year. Oh, they had a Jacoby Brissett offense last year, so it was hard for Deshaun Watson to take over for Cleveland. After that, that was ridiculous, but we bought into that and said, you know what? Give him a clean offseason where he can come back. You saw him in game number one. Yes, they won the football game. He still played poorly in that game. Oh, well, it was a little bit rainy, and Deshaun said he was gripping the football a little bit too tight, and that's why he was off target. What's the excuse last night at this point? You gave away two touchdowns there for yourself going the other way which cost your football team the game 22 of 40 235 yards 5.9 yards per attempt that's not good enough and an embarrassing qbr of 16.5 again you can be a 16.5 qbr when you're a fourth round pick getting forced into game time action when you're not ready to play as a rookie as a seasoned veteran who was playing at an mvp level to get that much money and this is what we're getting here and also you can't say well last night he didn't have his top wide receiver no amari cooper played last night seven catches 90 yards there's no excuses across the board his play has been underwhelming since he got there and next year did you know ben 64 million dollar cap hit for deshaun watson and based on the injury saw from nick chubb i'm sure we'll probably get dr chow on a little bit later in the week who knows when he's coming back or if he's coming back yeah drs listen jimmy haslam you've made your bed now you gotta lay in it that's what deshaun watson has brought to this cleveland team so far by the way another interception last night for deshaun watson seven ints in eight games as the starting quarterback for cleveland two fumbles last night as well sacked six times drs let's highlight what pittsburgh did defensively as well through two games 
TJ Watt already has four sacks. He has multiple passes defended. He had four quarterbacks hit last night. And of course, the scoop and score for a touchdown. Alex Highsmith on the other side, that pick six to start the football game on the first offensive play and was the guy, DRS, to force the strip sack of Deshaun Watson in the fourth quarter. If you want optimism for Cleveland, it's that the defense was pretty good against the Steelers' offense. If you want optimism for Pittsburgh, it's that TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith Smith might form the best edge rushing duo in the National Football League and that was on full display more defensive points last night for the Steelers than the offense was able to muster up DRS it reminds me of the Iowa Hawkeyes the way the Pittsburgh Steelers played last night yeah, oh, the, was the quote like the road to 25 points? Now I probably can't repeat the rest of the quote there from uh, the I, yeah, yeah. 325. Okay, yeah. So I mean, we're taking a look yeah. at Kenny Pickett though. 15 to 30. I wasn't all that happy with, it, but again, you did lose two possessions that were two scoring by your defense. So you can't really take Kenny Pickett's performance, at least his final numbers, and say, boy, they didn't look all that well. You give him two more possessions, he might have another touchdown pass and maybe another 50 yards passing. I did like what I saw to George Pickens yesterday. Four catches, 127 yards, which included that long 71 yard play. That's what you need here. You need some of those big plays. And also keep in mind, a nice comeback in this game for Najee Harris. I believe he was minus rushing yards at the half and finished with 43. Just need the Steelers to settle down and stay healthy and lean on that defense. They'll be okay this year. DRS, he had six carries for nine yards early on. Tough for a guy that bet the yeah. prop over a 49 and a half. He finished uh -oh. with 10 carries and 43 yards. Matt Canada yeah. is doing a disservice to this Steelers offense. <laughs> it's why the fans last night were chanting for him to be fired. Jalen Warren, the young running back as well, that forms the compliment in the backfield on your screen. Only 20 rushing yards. Offensively, outside of the big play from picket to pick ins. A lot to be a little bit worried about for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So now as we look at the AFC North DRS, this division is going to see the ebbs and flows throughout the year. Baltimore, the only unbeaten team, a perfect 2-0 start with a victory over Cincinnati. The Bengals 0-2, two divisional losses, both the Browns and the Steelers 1-1. DRS, the Ravens, the favorites, but even the Steelers with the longest price at 5-1, not all that far behind. No, and certainly when you take a look at injuries, injuries happen to every football team. How can you pass that? But I do love what the Ravens are doing, even with their injuries here. And we're actually going to talk a little bit later in the show about a preview of a line this weekend. The Cincinnati Bengals, they might be starting 0-3, and, and Burrow might not play this weekend or be hobbled. That's damaging, man. I don't know if I want to jump on that 440 price. Looks great, but buyer beware. Another doubleheader of Monday Night Football action to end out week number three. The Bengals at home hosting the Rams in a rematch of Super Bowl 56. And DRS, I never thought I'd say these words, but the Rams look more like that team that played in the Super Bowl in Los Angeles than the Bengals do at this moment. Around Major League Baseball, the Daily Diamond Dash next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back live right here on the early line on this Tuesday. He is Donnie Wrightside. I am Ben Stevens. Under two weeks remaining in the Major League Baseball 
regular season in 2023 DRS. Only a few series left for every team around the bigs to determine playoff berths in playoff positioning. And last night, DRS to start things off in H-Town between the Astros and the Orioles. Are we seeing a potential postseason preview of October baseball this week here in late September. The Orioles and the Astros. Justin Verlander on the bump for the Strohs. John means business on the other side for Baltimore. And early on, DRS, it was the Astros pacing things off. Baltimore responded. The Astros jumped in front. Baltimore responded. The Astros jumped in front. Baltimore responded. And then a Cedric Mullins three-run bomb in the top half of the ninth inning. The difference for the O's as they rallied to win 8-7 to against Houston. Booked as a plus 164 money line underdog. DRS, the Astros now have lost five of their last seven games. The four of the previous six entering last night against the A's and the Royals. Two straight series defeats for the Houston Astros. Baltimore takes advantage, continuing to pace the American League with the best record currently in the AL. Yeah, by the way, on a handicap yesterday, better to be lucky than good sometimes. I told you in this game, it's like, hey, you know, we could see who's going to win this game. Verlander may be the, you know, more talented pitcher, obviously, but susceptible and hasn't had a very good past six weeks here with the XFIP. But having said that, both starting pitchers, five innings pitch, one earned runs for Means. Verlander, six innings pitch, three earned runs. Still got way over the total of 15 runs. So the handicap was incorrect, but the outcome certainly was what I anticipated. But you can't lose that game if you're the Houston Astros at home with the two-run lead. Like, come on now. You can't drop it eight to seven. But having said that, as you brought up, Houston's not playing good baseball, but every day I check the standings, they're still in first place because nobody behind them actually wants to overtake them in the AL West. So that's one that got away from the Astros, a big-time win for the Orioles to try to stave off those Tampa Bay Rays. But I'm looking for a bounce-back performance today from the Astros. The bats are there. The pitching just wasn't. Yeah, DRS, that really is the story right now. Mm -hmm. So when you look at who then more than likely are going to be the top two teams in the American League playoff bracket, Baltimore won, Houston two, courtesy of winning their divisional crowns. Of course, the O's in the AL East, the Strohs in the AL West, a game and a half lead for Houston. Those odds in the American League pennant chase, though, DRS, tightening ever so slightly it was about a dollar difference entering the opening game last night in houston now only 30 cents of difference the astros still the favorites plus 250 they certainly have that championship pedigree the orioles do not as of this point plus 280 and donnie baltimore now has a 10 and a half game advantage in terms of records in front of houston the orioles if they win the division and they have a two and a half game lead over tampa bay the orioles are going to be that number one seed in the playoff bracket how might that have an effect on all that we see come october and maybe early november I mean, I'm looking at the bracket right now, and I got to tell you, like, sometimes it's odd just the way things fall. Like, you take a look at Houston as that number two seed. They're going to get the winner of Texas and the Minnesota Twins. Now, you might look at the Twins as that three seed, but, oh, they're an easy pushover, and rightfully so. Seems like the Twins make the postseason and never even pick up a postseason victory. But then again, you take yeah. a look at Houston and Texas. I think Houston matches up very well against Texas. The reason why I'm bringing out that bracket is because the other side, if you're the Orioles, you're supposed to have a prize, right? Like, hey, number one seed here, we get the easiest path. You're taking a look at an ultra-talented, Toronto Blue Jays team and then also Tampa Bay that is absolutely built for the playoffs here that is going to be a wild race to watch here because for right now if I'm Houston I actually like me sitting in the two seed as opposed to the one seed just based on the matchups that we might get out of round one Ben DRS, I would agree. Listen, there's two betting markets available still for divisional prices on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Baltimore is a minus 12.50 favorite with a two and a half game lead over the Tampa Bay Rays Crazy. in the American League East. Baltimore, after this series against Houston, has a much easier schedule than that of the Rays, and they have the tiebreaker advantage in terms of the season series split against Tampa Bay. DRS, the Astros, despite the loss yesterday, despite dropping five of their last seven including two straight series against Oakland and Kansas City maintain a game and a half lead in a minus 240 price to win the American League West because the Rangers 
DRS, maybe the streakiest team since the start of August, right? The highest of highs, long sustained win streaks, and the lowest of lows. The Rangers now have dropped four straight games. They had a lead in the sixth yesterday at home against the Red Sox before Boston plates three in the eighth to come back and win four to two. The Rangers have dropped four straight DRS after winning six straight, including a huge series sweep in a four-game set against Toronto just last week. Texas and Seattle now tied for the third and final American League wildcard spot. Yeah, what a lost start there for Montgomery. You bring him over and like, hey, man, try to hold this team down. Seven innings pitch, one earned run, and your team comes away with a loss. You just can't get out of your way. There's way too much talent in that lineup. Only scored two runs against the Boston Red Sox in a loss at home where the Red Sox, I guess you could say they're playing out the string with a outside chance to get a wild card. We know that's not happening here. The Rangers really needed that the game and couldn't come up with it. And you're losing at the worst time. If they're just playing 500 baseball over the past two weeks, they probably can overtake Houston into the lead, but yet they can't. Can't get out of their own way. Terrible loss. And when you take a look at sometimes, Ben, you lose eight to seven like the Astros. Hey, you know what? Get them back yesterday. To waste a great pitching performance out of Montgomery, that hurts double. Yeah, certainly so, DRS. Four straight losses now for Texas. Again, the Rangers and the Mariners tied at the moment. Both a game and a half back of Houston in the division. Both teams tied right now in that third and final American League wildcard spot. The M's DRS over the weekend swept by the Dodgers. How do you bounce back? You welcome or you actually visit Oakland and you take advantage of playing the athletics unlike the Astros were able to do last week. Seattle blanks Oakland yesterday, 5-0 the victory for the M's to end that losing skid at only three games. DRS Seattle booked as a minus 174 money line favorite. It is a necessity, Donnie, for the Mariners to take advantage of this series against Oakland because their final 10 games after this last easy series against the A's, seven against the Rangers, three against the Astros. That will make or break the entirety of this season for Seattle, their final 10 out of 162. And as Rick Flair would say, Brian woo, gets the big victory yesterday. Five innings pitched, zero earned Wrestling runs. That's forward. what you do. But yeah, exactly. Put a team away early, which they did. A three to nothing lead by the end of the fourth inning there. And that's not a work, brother. That's your shoot right there. How about that? How about that, DRS? Don't play the heel. I don't know what other wrestling terms there are. <laughs> I just know good. it's a there really yep. cool sport. Yep. Thank you very much. DRS, the Blue Jays, the day off after a sweep over the Red Sox this past weekend. The Blue Jays now in that second of three American League wildcard spots. Again, Texas and Seattle tied for the third and final spot. The Rangers and the Mariners play each other still seven more times two more series of their final three after this week to end out the regular season. So the Blue Jays feeling pretty good at the moment, close to a $6 minus money favorite at minus 590 in the updated make playoff odds to see October. Texas minus 230, a better price than the Mariners at minus 154. DRS, the Rangers at home against the Red Sox, you would think they could take advantage. Seattle must take advantage on the road in Oakland. DRS, it is going to be a, an incredibly exciting final two weeks to monitor that American League wildcard chase for the final two spots. No, it certainly is. And also, you're taking a look at teams that have a legitimate chance to make a run. Sometimes you see some of these teams getting like, ah, I really don't know if they're all that good. If Toronto gets in, they got frontline starting pitching and they got superstars. If they heat up at the right time, can do a lot of damage. You yep. take a look at the Texas Rangers, same thing there, at least from an offensive standpoint. And then the Seattle Mariners, they got good young pitching here and a couple guys that carried them in the month of August. They just need to get back to their winning ways and go on a little bit of a streak to try to make it into it. But the American League is stacked top to bottom. Certainly so, DRS. We will see those three teams, the Blue Jays, the Rangers, and the Mariners, mm -hmm. all separated by just one game for those final two American League playoff spots. All right, DRS, now we turn our attention to the National League. Last week in Philadelphia, the Braves took three of four against Philly to win their sixth consecutive National League East divisional crown. Since that point, DRS, the Braves have put it into cruise control. They have dropped four straight games, swept this weekend by Miami hosting the Phils yesterday at Truist Park in Atlanta 
and the Philadelphia Phillies use the long ball for a 7-1 win. In fact, you are asked, all eight runs scored in this game between the two sides come as a result of six home runs. Every run was a home run. Nick Castellanos, a home run for the Phillies. Bryce Harper, a home run for the Phillies. And Kyle Schwarbaum, DRS, hit one so far it flew out of the park last night in the top of the sixth. Registered at 483 feet. I think it might have been longer than that. And on the other side, Zach Wheeler, a really good outing for Philadelphia. If you're looking for a big spot in a big game, DRS, the Phil's delivered yesterday. Yeah, by the way, imagine leaving the ballpark and hitting the back of the head with a baseball that was hit by Kyle Schwarber. That thing was an absolute <laughs> rocket out there to right field. But we talked about it yesterday, right? The top part of that lineup had a lot of high ISO yeah. power numbers, leading with Schwarber and also Harper. They both homered yesterday. The Phillies really needed this game. Not to say, like, hey, we finally beat the Braves and we're headed to the playoffs. No, you just needed to get a win here to try to stave off some of those losing times. And also, when I saw that the Phillies were playing the Braves, like, oh, no. Like, the Braves are going to snap back, sweep the Phillies. Now the Phillies are struggling to get into the playoffs. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case. But also, the Braves have been the best team in baseball for me the entire season. The foot is off the gas pedal. I even saw a statistic, one of the worst pitching staffs in the month of September. Look, I know you can sometimes flip on the switch, but they just can't mosey into the playoffs and expect to do some damage because there's a lot of teams, yep. including the Philadelphia Phillies, that they might get round two. And you saw that last year. The Phillies got hot and knocked them out. Maybe they can do it again. Braves need to turn it around here just to get some good vibes going before the playoffs start, Ben. Yeah, that's a playoff picture for Philadelphia last night. One of your aces out there, one of your frontline starters delivering a gem in the offense led by Castellanos, Harper, and Schwarber all hitting long balls. That's pretty good for Philadelphia. They have won three of their last four since dropping three of four last week against the Braves. The Phils were actually booked as a slight, and I mean very slight, minus 110 money line favorite on the road yesterday in Atlanta. DRS, that's a lame headline for our next game coming up, Midwest matchup. I thought it was Sin and Min needing a win, and the Reds picked that up yesterday. The Reds a victory in Cincinnati, 7-3 over Minnesota, despite the fact they were booked as a Moneyline home underdog. DRS, Cincinnati now has won six of their last eight games. When you look at those updated National League wildcard standings, the Reds in a tie for that third and final spot alongside their division arrival, the Chicago Cubs. And the quote, somebody who used to host the early line, Kona Phillips here with a nice pitching performance, seven innings <laughs> pitched, two earned runs. I didn't see it coming, but the Reds needed it. Good for Kona there. Good for Kona. Everybody knows that pizza night is a Friday night affair. DRS, when you look at the Phils, they have a four-game advantage for that top spot, three and a half in front of the D-backs. The Marlins lost yesterday to the Mets, a 2-1 game, a close one. The Fish now a half game behind the Reds and the Cubbies, tied for that third and final spot. But the D-backs were off yesterday. The Cubs have lost five straight with the Marlins wow. and the Reds in the mix. Those four teams separated by just a single game. We end out the opening hour of TEL next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba 
sending out our number one of the early line live right here on this Tuesday. He is Donnie Wrightside. I am Ben Stevens. DRS ending out the Major League Baseball regular season. Of course, there are plenty of teams still in the mix for postseason positions. One of those teams, though, not the Los Angeles Angels. Over the weekend, DRS, big news out of Anaheim. Shohei Otani cleared out the locker he is done for the remainder of this year of course a ucl injury in his right throwing arm will keep him sidelined from the mound we knew that already but he's no longer playing for the halos which means he's probably done in southern california at least in anaheim at this moment drs there was a report earlier this week saying quote if Otani is willing to come east every baseball person I spoke with this is via John Harper an SNY baseball expert saying that he expects owner Steve Cohen would make the biggest offer to lure Shohei Otani to New York to not wear the pinstripes of the Yanks but the blue and orange of the Mets DRS where do you think Shohei Otani calls home in 2024 Two quick things. Let's start with the Angels here and how they just, what a debacle where you could actually load it up your farm system. You're going to lose him for like a compensatory first-round pick. And secondarily, Cohen buying into a long-term ideology saying, let's rebuild the farm system and not overpay for guys going, hey, I'm going to overpay for this guy immediately right off the bat. Let's get the band back together. I don't know where we're going, but I love Major League Baseball. And shout out the Mets for going, you know what? We weren't going to spend any money. What if we lay out $600 million or so for this free agent? Love Cohen. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, that pocket never stops, DRS. It goes Burn. deeper and deeper and deeper until you think it can't go deeper anymore. DRS, I will just say this. I wonder what the value looks like for Shohei Otani if he is sidelined for a while and not being able to pitch. Will he still be Major League Baseball's first half-billion-dollar man? I guess we will find out this upcoming winter. Hour number two of the early line starts in 55 seconds. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.